There's a lot to talk about this week, though. Because this is the Every FNFF podcast. Yeah. Hey. Ah, I stole it from you, Curtis. And you're Carl, and you're Alex, and I'm Curtis. Ooh. Woo. I Woo. also peaked my audio there, so sorry, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Hey, I want to talk to you guys about ZG. Y'all ever heard about ZG? No. It's a, little, ZG. it's a little friend of mine. His name's Zeus Gauntlets. Oh, hell <laughs> fucking yeah. And uh, he's, a, yo, he's a fast friend of mine as well. <laughs> Fri- friendship with the fight command, over. <laughs> <laughs> friendship with difficulty, over. Yeah, yeah. Friendship with difficulty, friendship over. Friendship with the flea command, uh, over. <laughs> friendship with the item command, and specifically <laughs> Zeus Gauntlets. <laughs> friendship with the heel staff. Oh, it's on. It's on, baby. Oh, hell yeah. Love them. Love both of them, fools. So fucking good. So when we asked the question today, what did we do last week, guys? We got the Zeus gauntlet and the heel staff. There was some other piddly crap, but I, <laughs> I think that was the That's uh, all we need. the primo pieces. <laughs> all right, they're called Zeus gauntlets in your game. Yeah, they're just called gauntlets in mine, but oh, really? Zeus gauntlets sound so much cooler. Oh. Zeus suit yeah. gauntlets. Gauntlets. Um yeah. Hold back a bolt too. So we just got we just got class changed up, babies. Hell fucking yeah. Oh, all, gr- all growed up. All growed up. <laughs> like that Rugrats reboot. <laughs> <laughs> that show was so bad. Uh, okay. Tommy Pickles is the fighter. Um Dill Pickles is still Dill Pickle is a DLC class. <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't count. Um Angelica is the monk. I'm gonna go yeah. with that. Yeah. D- yeah. Dill Dill and Lil are white mage, black Phil mage. And Phil and Lil? Phil and Lil. You're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Phil and Lil are Chucky, white mage, black mage. mage. Chucky, red mage. Uh, of course. Is there another baby? Uh, there's all of them. There was... Susie. Susie, that's right. I was trying to remember. Oh, her. that's right. Yeah, uh, is... Um, Susie is the uh, the, the sanctuary person who oh. uh, heals, heals you. And who okay. is the, uh, the, the stepsister of Chucky that came in after the second... The, the Paris movie? Uh, Magenta. <laughs> is that her name? Yeah, so there was uh, Steve's friend Blue, and then I was gonna Magenta. say I was like, no, Magenta was, <laughs> was Blue's like, clues, fucking... Blue friend. My, anyway, my, my uh, Rugrats lore does not go that part of the Blue's Clues. <laughs> I'll say I'll say Dill is the thief because he's uh, uh, not menacing. What's the word? Mischievous. It's a little stinker. Yeah. There we go. He's got nimble fingers. Yeah. <laughs> so that's um, canonically which Rugrat would be which FF one class. <laughs> Thank you, you for listening to the FF Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I also forgot the name of our podcast, and I just called it the FF Podcast. It's the only one. It's the only place you can it's go the for only this. one. <laughs> um, all right, what are we doing this week? Um, let's see. We got, we, we, we're leaving the dragons behind, and I think we're heading off to Onrak, which yes. is directly yeah. west of where we just were. Onrak. Which in my game Ooh. is mistranslated because it's on lack. Right. Oh, really? And I was like, oh, it's because it's on lake, even though it's not a lake. It's <laughs> on the ocean. Um, I feel like, like, okay, the name Onrak to me just has some real Dracula Alucard vibes. Like, I was like, Onrak, oh, yeah. Carno? No, I can't be something. <laughs> like, it, it just sounds like a backward name. Like, um, how can we scramble these letters and make it spell something yeah. cool? <laughs> oh, what could it possibly be? That doesn't matter. Carlo. There you go, Carlo, Monte Carlo. Uh, <laughs> so there's nowhere to to park the airship near this city. 
which is kind of lame. It's kind of a theme. Yeah, I was able to park it in the lower east corner of like the marshes of Brooklyn, just south. Yeah, yeah, just south, <laughs> like of the south side of the um, the forest, just yeah. below Onrack. I, I, agree, I the, agree. Yeah, there's like a river and then um, a forest, and, and then on Onrack right there. So you just park like pretty much directly next to the river, and you're you don't have to walk too far. But you could also yeah. like find another like more obvious place to park and then like traverse a lot more of the continent but it, that's kind of going to be a theme with the airship anywhere if you want to fight go, more like, dragons like I, i've wyverns. also noticed that, <laughs> yeah uh, um i've also noticed with the airship um i'm always trying to like dial in the uh like the the motion of it so i can park correctly because there's it usually like so maybe fast. like yeah, there's like three squares maybe sometimes where you can park and you move two squares at a time. So I was getting yeah. like flashbacks to when I used to play Pokemon as a kid and you could like, it was like pressure sensitive on the D-pad. So if you wanted to, you could like hit left very lightly and your character would just face left instead of walking a tile over. And I would always try and do that just to like <laughs> see if I could. Yeah, I was like, maybe I can per like this. I was like, I can never be directly above this p- place where I need to park. But Sometimes maybe I, can- I would like go away and then see if like, if I stop at the right moment, I'll be like the perfect, like, remember like maybe maybe like i'm not traveling in twos maybe i'm only starting up in twos and like, yeah you're like i'm going two and a half so if i go enough far <laughs> to the farthest <laughs> right if you park where, if can... you, so maybe if you actually i should try this if we go to the square you want and then go all the way around the earth maybe there's an odd number of squares <laughs> around the earth and then you could end up right where you need to be if you go just around. like fucking parallel parking <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it's yeah. uh it's a large continent it's kind of cool yeah, yeah. No, there's a lot of stuff going on in this continent. I feel like, like if we don't go toward Onrak and instead we go northwest, there's just a big, like, expansive desert. Like, it's just pretty yep. big. It has a couple features to it, um, which we'll get to. So, yeah. um, Onrak, baby, on to Onrak. Yeah. Um, the important thing to know about Onrak is, is that it has a well in it. It has a well. And you, and it has a couple wells. It's Ooh. got a couple wells. And if you talk to the well, as we've mentioned before, it says <laughs> a well. Not at all important. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the screenshot I have up when you said yeah. the important thing about oh. <laughs> it. <laughs> mine, is, mine was like something like, you can't climb in it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the uh, the most important thing is that the very first person I talked to said, my legs are beautiful. It's nice to have legs. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, that's fun. Legs are, yeah. Leg, legs are lit. <laughs> legs I was are like, lit. This, is, this is how I feel after I do like, like a lot of weight squats <laughs> because the uh the mvc in mine just says here check out my legs it's so wonderful to have legs i can dance now see so it's a little uh it's bordering on a little ableist but you know i i yeah i, 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 didn't, I didn't think they're right that, but you're, you're right <laughs> i can play no, the piano uh, can i play the piano <laughs> anymore of course you can well i couldn't before <laughs> i was also thinking it had some some wind drill vibes as well where it's like that's a weird thing to just say to a stranger right, yeah, right. No, i think the first one i talked to was like are those real legs <laughs> it's like buddy <laughs> buddy <laughs> buddy <laughs> I, I don't know you <laughs> I, I, need so an adult. I didn't really understand what the fuck all this fascination with legs was until later yeah yeah when it dawned on me i was like oh okay that's pretty good because before i was just like nintendo being stupid and just being like yeah just talk about legs whatever <laughs> so there's like the i am arla the dancer or whatever yeah there are a lot of characters in this town who talk about legs it's a very mm-hmm. leggy town um but there's also a couple characters who kind of 
uh, elucidate a little bit more. It's difficult to stand on two legs. It's difficult to stand on two legs, hell yeah. Uh, But one of the townspeople says, until 200 years ago, mermaids lived in the shrine. Then, Hmm. in fire and smoke, it sank. The mermaids, question mark, dot, dot, dot. And so I guess he's trying to be like, who knows what happened to them. So that was 200 years ago. (laughs) This This very very night. night. Yeah. (laughs) At this campground. (laughs) In this well. (laughs) But yeah, in my game, he just says, uh, uh, does he, he might have some other dialogue that I didn't get a screenshot of. Um, but he says the shrine shrank into the depths of the sea 200 years ago. Rumor has it that mermaids dwell there now. I think there was a bit of dialogue before that, that my phone just fucked up and messed up the picture. So I can't read it, but I feel like your text and my text are a little opposed there where mine is like, there were mermaids living here and then they got the shit into the stick and it sank. And yours is like, yo, that shrine sank. And then only mermaids could live there. Yeah, exactly. What is it, Square? Were they there before or after? Square, we have so many questions for you. Honestly, maybe the mermaids were like, nice shrine. Don't mind if we take it, do yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> maybe you probably use one at the bottom of the sea. Be ashamed if something uh, happened to you. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, some townspeople mention... Oh, so, so, without going into every single piece of text, which we can if we like, but... Multiple people talking about legs. Multiple people talk about mermaids. Multiple people Hot talk about legs. Hot legs. Uh, multiple people talk about Van Halen. Uh, wait, was <laughs> it Van Halen? I think it was. Uh, was it Rod Stewart? Is that Rod Stewart? Hot yeah, legs. Google. Uh, okay, Stewart, so uh, according yes. to the fandom um, and according to <laughs> Ginza.com, it was actually a Rod Stewart song called I Hot see. Legs. I wouldn't. She's I, got legs. I listen. So I, I have the lyrics pulled up, and um, I have no idea how the song goes. So, who's that knocking on my door? It's gotta be a quarter to four. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna do the FF6 one. Who's that knocking on my door? At a quarter to four. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Well, I'm quitting this podcast. Uh, yeah. So, so multiple people talk about that. A lot of people talk about the shrine that was here um, and how prosperous the town was 200 years ago. Right. So yeah. uh, they they think that America has lost its way and needs to return to the, the ocean to how oh. the forefathers thought about it two hundred years ago. <laughs> you know, stands to the podcast. America needs to return to the ocean. <laughs> True. Give it back. <laughs> um, so that's that's the gist. And then there's also a little bit of text about someone in town who saw a falling shining object. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's a couple of NPCs who talk about this in my game. Um, so there's one guy who's just mentioning it, who looks like the, uh, the little Mohawk punk guy. Yeah. Um, so they use the same character model, but he says, uh, Cape said that he saw something bright falling to earth. I think he was delirious. Yeah. It's, it's basically the same text in mine. And for once the same name, which is wild. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When have we ever had an NPC named the same thing as over our versions? Cape. He also says that all copies are bastards. I think. <laughs> get get, uh, get them. Get they ass. Get them. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm just kind of going through because there's there's another um, thing that puts a little more in perspective with that. But I do want to point out this other legs dialogue really quick that just says, "Do you have legs?" <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> do you guys remember? There's a prompt that says yes and no, and it's like, you have selected you, you <laughs> me. You, you, you have selected, selected you. you. Referring, referring to, to me. me. <laughs> the correct answer was, was you. You. <laughs> you. <laughs> you. Um, Ask your doctor about legs. <laughs> so, do you guys remember Dr. Une? No. Uh, yes, 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 yes. In the town, who was like, you've heard of me. And then you're mm. like, no. Yeah, in uh, Melmond, no. there was a guy. <gasps> there was a guy standing beside a tombstone who's like, "I'm Doctor Une, but I'm a hundred percent sure you've heard of me." What? No, and and you're like, "No, oh, who shit. the fuck are you?" Um, I, I didn't catch that, but yeah, the uh, the yeah. dialogue, I have that right in front of me. Yeah, hey, we meet his brother. Mm-hmm. So somebody in this town mentions him, and says that he's studied the language of Leafenish. Which I think we've heard about in uh, the town of Gaia. Somebody was like, oh, there's a town and all they speak is gibberish. I think it's what they said. Yeah. Which again, a little insensitive, but all right. Of that's course. Fine. <laughs> Way more insensitive in my game, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they, this guy clarifies that that is the language of the Sky Warriors. And we've, we've heard some things about a technological civilization, uh, towers floating in the sky, so there's a, uh, you know, some things are kind of coming together here where a couple towns and a couple peoples have been like, okay, there's the town of the, with the, uh, the other language. There's the history of these, um, floating towers. There's Dr. Une who knows that language, uh, yeah. or, or like has been studying the or language is trying, yeah, is trying to learn the language. Right. Uh, so clearly they're setting up here for the tie into the smash hit series Skylanders, which uh, is famous for, uh, becoming the new canon of Spyro the dragon. <laughs> It's uh, the the only true sequel to FF7 that I'll accept. Skylanders, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, Spyro. I mean, Skylanders, oh, Spyro, is, a, Spyro, Skylanders yeah. is like FF7-3. Yeah. Yeah. God. Um, <laughs> but so this character, this NPC who mentions Dr. Une, um, says that if only he had the slab, he could teach that language. And we all know... And the slab belongs to Ramses. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Oh man! Return the if slab. <laughs> if I wasn't afraid of fucking technical difficulties, I would change my background to Ramsey again on the Zoom call. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so. I did find Cape's uh, dialogue as well. He's by the docks, which we're gonna have to go to in a little bit. But um, he says, uh, "I'm Cape." Uh, or copay. Um, yep, I uh, saw copay. that thing. Co- <laughs> oh yeah, no yeah. Copay. I was gonna make a joke about copays, and instead I took it the other way. Whatever. Um, <laughs> he says, "I'm a copay." Yep, I saw that thing fall near the northern waterfall. I think. No one believes me, but it looked like a robot. Yeah, which I also oh. like that. I think this is the first time we've heard anything about like robots. <laughs> like, yeah. it's been like, a straight fantasy game up until now. Yeah. So yeah. is this get, turning into straight up like? Alita or Castles in the Sky, where <laughs> those robots fucking falling from the sky. <laughs> Have you guys ever played the game? I don't know how to pronounce it, but Crystalis, Crystalis. I've for heard the NES. it. I have not played it. Um, it 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 reminds me like when I play it, it seems like oh man, this is what the original Le- Legend of Zelda would be if it was just polished to a fucking sheen. Like oh, so Moon Crystal. Mm. Continue. <laughs> Moon Crystal's more. Moon Crystal's more if Zelda Two was good, which it is. I, I love Zelda Two, but yeah. also Moon Crystal fucking rips. Crystallis or Crystals or whatever came out 
toward the end of the, the end of the NES's lifespan. So I think that like there was a lot more time and a lot more development and probably money that was able to go into it, and it feels like a Zelda but incredible kind of thing. Um, I think I've heard of this because you've told me about it before. Probably maybe on the podcast. I can't probably remember. So. But the only reason I bring it up is like literally floating towers, fucking robots that pop up at the end game of a fantasy game. I was like, oh, yeah, that's that's the plot of that game. I'm trying to see Moon Crystal also came out towards the end of the life cycle of the Famicom. It was a Japanese only game, but like it does pretty seamless uh, screen transitions and the animations are like incredibly fluid. And when you play it, you're like, holy shit, I oh, can't wow. believe that this is like an NES era game. I'll have but, to check that uh, out. Never, that sounds cool. It never came yeah. over here, but I, ha- I have it on my EverDrive and th- all the music in it. Like I actually found it through the music of it because the soundtrack is so fucking wow. good. So I will have to check that out. Oh, I will oh, say yeah. one last thing about that game. It's Japanese name is God Slayer. Fuck yes, yo, that Fuck fucking rules. Yes. They couldn't, yeah, they couldn't bring that over here. I guess. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Moon Moon Crystal was ninety two, uh, Crystalis or Crystalis or whatever was ninety. Okay. So this is like two years, even more than that. So it's like, wow. all right, it, it, like thoroughly into the Super Nintendo's lifespan. I feel like. Cool. Um, so in this town, we also find. Um, I don't know if there's like specific text for you guys about it, but there is. Um, someone guarding a dock what looks like a dock like where you'd put boats or whatever in. Mm-hmm. um yeah. and they kind of tell you about the oxyale which i we have we mentioned one time i believe in gaia yes, yes. yeah in gaia, someone was uh, talking about it yeah that you yeah. can find the oxyale at the spring uh but the only thing that could get it was a fairy, the fairy. yeah and the, that mm-hmm. pirate sold the fairy to a, yeah. a merchant in a desert and we've heard them like i said earlier we're right next to a big old desert and some people mention like, oh, yeah, there's a merchant who lives in that desert. Then, therefore, mm-hmm. we're going to the desert next. <laughs> going yeah. to so the, the desert. There was uh, dialogue for the the person who is um, guarding the uh, the docks. Uh, she's not really guarding. She's just like talking standing. about this uh, barrel submarine she made. And like, yeah. I can't really go deep enough because I can't hold my breath because they don't. I mean, they don't have hoses in this game. So. <laughs> Yeah, this, um, the dialogue is, I wanted to help save the mermaid, so I made a submarine out of a barrel. But I always run out of oxygen before reaching the shrine. So don't use it unless you know what you're doing, okay? <laughs> Which just reminded me of that time when Elon Musk was like, I'm going to save those children in that mine. I'm going to build a submarine. <laughs> like, I'm going to have my engineers build a child-sized submarine to save them. And then that, like, actual dude went and saved them. And Elon Musk was like, this fucking pedo guy. Yeah, like, I know, like, yeah. Giving him shit. And then, like, that guy sued Elon Musk for defamation. And Elon Musk won that case. That's super fucked up. That's a hey, cool hey thing guys. that happened in the world, right? Hey, guys. Elon Musk fucking sucks ass. He's the fucking worst. He's the fucking worst dumbass piece of shit. Fuck that guy. People have been it continually is- retweeting his like tweets about the COVID-19 like in like February where he's like, this coronavirus panic is stupid. And now he's like, <laughs> give us freedom or whatever. He's oh, like calling God. for, what a fucking idiot. Oh man. Anyway. Um, my, God. my word. So let's go to the desert. Um, yeah. It's pretty easy to get there. Yeah, yeah, it's not very bad. The desert's not like ultra expansive. It's just relatively large. No big deal. Uh, so what I wanted to ask is, when you arrive at the Oasis, what is it like for you guys? 
So before we get to that, I do want to talk about You son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, it's, no, it's tied it's in fine. with this, but this is actually like the most helpful thread that I found in any of this game so far. I don't know why they put it so close to the end of the game, but there's like one NPC in town that says, uh, my daddy has gone off with the caravan. Um, they're headed for the Western desert. They always make camp on the North edge of the desert near some <laughs> trees. I miss my daddy. I hope he comes home soon. And I thought that it was going to be a thing where we like go and fight this caravan to like yeah. get the ferry back yeah. and free it and stuff. And I'm like, you just fucking, you just ended your whole dad's career. Like, <laughs> you stupid And boy, kid. was I in for a surprise with that <laughs> And so like I had pretty much explicit directions of like, hey, go here. So I just like flew around in the desert and saw like the trees and I was like, oh, it's right there. Yeah. So for me, there were no trees. Um, oh, damn. Yeah. On my map, I think uh, so. That's I a shit ass th- oasis. <laughs> so I noticed there was the desert, but in the northern part, there is like a separate section of desert. Like that was just yeah. a slight little border around. And I was like, that yeah. looks suspicious. Um, and I parked just a little bit west of it. Yeah. It's not far at all that you have to park. No, not at all. But um, when you walk into the Oasis, you see basically it, it functions like as a town, except there's only one building on a screen, yeah. then you, which is a tent for me. And then you walk in, and it looks like it's a shop of a guy just sitting on the ground that you talk to. Is that yeah. how yours is, Carl? Yes. Okay. I, I have a feeling I know what yours is. So you walk onto the tile that the Oasis is supposed to be on. Literally, the shop screen pops up. <laughs> there's no zone there it's just a tile that takes you to a fucking shopping screen where like buy and sell an item like pop up and i was like oh it looks like that then apparently yeah like we have like a whole little like like almost like a town like just it's unique a a unique screen you can kind of see the oasis off to the border of it and then there's like sand on the other side yeah yeah and then you go into the tent and it's like going inside of an item shop and there's a guy behind a counter and you talk to him and he has one item which i think i i looked it up and it's a lot funnier in your version i think curtis but he is selling the bottled fairy and it uh (laughs) it is fifty thousand gil it is fifty thousand gil and mine it is just bottle Mm -hmm. um Fifty thousand, so, and we have to give him fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, what I did after getting the class change, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna treat myself. I finally got the <laughs> class change. I'm gonna do the circuit. I'm hitting up Provoca. I'm hitting up uh, Cornelia. I'm hitting up Elfheim. <laughs> all the magic I'm I don't have already. All that magic. I don't need Gil for anything. Let's go. And I bought everything I could for my uh, ninja and for my knight. And yeah. I was like feeling good. And then I got to the caravan and I looked and I had like 30k uh, gil and I needed 50k. And I was like, oh my God. And I was like, wait a second. That's only two like world records on uh, the 15 <laughs> puzzle. So I flew all the fucking way back to my boat. I like parked. <laughs> the I walked to game. my boat. And I tried to play the 15 game to get under two minutes. And I ended up doing that probably for a good 40 minutes. And I was like, <laughs> yo, fuck this. And I just went to the Peninsula of Power and got the rest of my gill <laughs> and then bought the ferry. I was That's like, this so would be perfect. Good. This would be the, the perfect redemption arc for me fucking up the puzzle last time. That's so good. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Um, if only. So I have another question for you guys. Once you buy the bottle, does it take it out of the <laughs> innkeeper's stock? Yes. So <laughs> since it's an actual shop for me, when I first talked to him, the only thing he had for sale was this ferry. And mm-hmm. like, cool, I got the ferry. Um, 
But I decided to see what happened if I talked to him again. He has um, like five or six things in stock, which are tonics and drinks. Like okay, giant well, tonic weird. and stuff like that. So a lot, very expensive, but it's a lot of potions uh, and tonics that you can use. He just still has bottles to sell. Bottles? To sell. You can just buy bottles for $50,000 each, I guess. Goddamn. <laughs> I was that's like, nuts. that's odd. <laughs> but, very similar to Alex's, my guy just becomes an item shop, but he sells like potion, antidote, and tent. Oh, okay. The basics. <laughs> potion, antidote, gold needle, I think is on the NES Ooh. and PlayStation version. Well, the NES version just has the fucking bottle still there. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe um, if I leave and then come back, he changes. Maybe that's it. Yeah, that, that would probably do it. But on my version, it has a giant's tonic, a fairy tonic, which is funny. It could just be more fairy. It could just milk, <laughs> milk the fairy. Um, strength tonic, uh, protected drink, and speed drink. Speed drink. And uh, yeah, Red Bull. I like it. I think speed drink is another thing that kind of recurs in Final Fantasy. It is integral to the Final Fantasy V speed run. Hell yeah. So, indeed. There you um, go. So, we got that fairy in a bottle. Fairy in a bottle. I thought you were going to say, I'm a fairy in a bottle, baby. Baby, ka, ka, coming at. Ja. <laughs> um, so, yo, let's get that fairy so. out of the bottle. Head back to Gaia. Release that fairy at the. Mm-hmm. Lake, yes. Um, but for us, or anywhere. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what's oh. happened. So how does how do you all go about releasing it? Because for me, I just set foot in the Gaia, it takes off. Oh no, joke. Oh really? Yeah, it just does it for me. Oh nice. And then I have to go find her at the um at, at like the lake up in the northern section. So I forgot where the ferry was. I went to Gaia first because I'm like, oh, we were talking about that last week. It was in Gaia. And I went to Gaia and I was walking around. I was like, I remember it being to like the uh, like west of town. And I went west the first time I could. And there was like a path leading somewhere. You mean east? Yes, east. <laughs> God damn it. Why am I so bad at that this time? <laughs> well, hold on. Well, um, you start in the east of town and you actually have to like go west and then you north, have to go west to go east. east. Yeah. yeah. So I was trying on the to Wii version. They had actually just mirrored it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, really? it's the Wii version that I'm playing. Yeah. Oh wait. Yeah. I got. I'm sorry. I'm dumb. Go it's ahead. Twi- yeah. Twilight Princess. Yeah, um. <laughs> but um, because <laughs> most people are left hand or right handed. So uh. But yeah. So I I went to go in east and I was following a path and it just spit me back out onto the um world map. So I was like, oh, maybe it was at the maybe it was at Gaia. So I went to Gaia and walked all around Gaia and I was like shit there's nothing here and then i like looked it up and like just found an old walkthrough that i think was for like the nes one it was like oh you have to use the key item to like set the fairy free and i was like oh okay so i did that and then i was like oh i gotta go back to a gaia and then i found it so that's why i ended up using the key item but makes sense makes sense um she just flies off and then um for me i had went up to the little lake which is in the northeast corner uh just east of um where we heard snake Plissken talk about selling it <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. and then she's like oh yeah sorry for uh flying off i was want to make sure i could trust you or whatever and um and then she gives you the um the oxycontin yeah she uh, <laughs> she, <laughs> she dives to the bottom of the lake and then uh pulls it out for you which yep. do we have any idea what the oxy ale is Besides, say, like... It was first mentioned, I feel like, in Gaia by someone. I forget what they said. Yeah, but I mean, like... they just said that only fairies could could harvest it or whatever. Do you imagine it to be, like, a seaweed or, like... It's whatever that shit was in Harry Potter. Oh, like, gillyweed from Harry Potter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's, uh... uh, I was kind of just... I I mean, I I was thinking ale, like, maybe it's a thing that you drink. I was wondering maybe it's, like, an ale. Like a a, a sweet ginger ale? (laughs) When you have a tummy ache? 
and nothing else is working. <laughs> um, yeah, so the fairy dialogue kind of explains it a little more, I guess. Uh, it says, I was trapped inside the bottle that you bought. How horrifying that was. To repay your kindness, I will retrieve some oxy ale for you from the bottom of the spring. And then uh, there's like an animation where she like turns into like a very like Ocarina of Time fairy. <laughs> like a little <laughs> pink orb that like floats around, which is the hey, same thing that listen. when I did it on the uh, on the world map, it was the same thing. It just like floated away like that. Okay. Um, Maybe it's like the yeah. abyss where um, they need liquid oxygen, so we don't like, you know, we can uh, because of the, how deep we're going and how under yeah. the ocean oh, pressure, yeah, yeah. and how like pressurized the, we have right. to d- displace yeah. all the all the blank space in our, our bloodstream yeah, and with she, uh, liquid. <laughs> yeah, she goes on to say, "From that water flows an endless supply of air." That's so wild. it's like water uh, that has some sort of air element in it, but it's an endless supply of air. So I guess yes. if you like drink it. It fills your bloodstream so you don't have to breathe. I don't know how breathing works. I'm going to be honest with you guys. <laughs> I'm assuming that it gets to, into your bloodstream. Actually, I like, wonder, like, all- if if the purpose of breathing is to get oxygen into your bloodstream, and you had, like... Is that the purpose of breathing, though? I, I legitimately I, don't I know. believe so. I believe that's I correct. think so, right? Well, I was going to say, say oxy-ale was a thing you could apply to yourself. I wonder if that doesn't necessarily mean you can breathe underwater but you just no longer have to breathe because you just yeah. infinitely have enough oxygen in your blood forever <laughs> damn it's pretty dark maybe we're dead it's pretty crazy you know in Star Fox they cut off their legs and replace them with uh, machines <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, Waterworld let me get gills whoa I could have made a connection just now Star Fox they're all mermaids they don't have legs Hell yeah. Except for the like machine legs. Which I guess my mermaids don't have machine legs. They have one, one big machine flipper. We <laughs> don't know how the... the Oh, spoilers there. It's the mermaids that are talking about legs in town. <laughs> we, don't know how, we don't know how they got their legs. It could be metal legs. Oh it my god. It could be god. robotic eggs. We know that there are Robot. robots in this world. And there's a Cornelia or Corneria in this world too. Oh Holy my shit. God. I think we just I think we just blew this case wide open. We're through the looking glass here, people. <laughs> FF1 uh, is just a Star Fox prequel. They explain it's the fighter jets in FF7 we saw. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. It's all coming together. Holy shit. And we're about to do our own hmm. barrel roll, aren't we? So Final Fantasy. <laughs> okay, so we're about to get in a barrel. I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna. Br- oh my god, we're gonna get a barrel roll. Holy shit! Okay, I'm gonna bring all this together. I'm gonna bring in pieces of what we were talking about before we started r- recording the podcast. Now I'm bringing this all home. Okay, the world of Final Fantasy is Earth in Roadside Picnic. Hell yeah! And the Star Fox characters are the aliens. Hell yeah. Who visit down upon the Final Fantasy worlds and then pick up and move on. But they leave their technology behind, right? And which then. Orbs. Which then. It, with their orbs. Because the, the crystals, the orbs, right? That grant wishes and keep everything alive. And companies like Shinra are exploiting that technology. Also, Elon Musk. Also, Elon Musk. <laughs> they wrote about him in Roadside Picnic. 
from the 70s. Uh, it's, it's, all, <laughs> it's all one thing. It's all one thing. I think that was about his like father who was profiteering off of apartheid, but uh, <laughs> same family. It's fine. Yeah, same family. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I think, Alex, you had a better joke. Barrel rolls because we're hitting in a barrel. Um, <laughs> but before we do that, since that barrel is going to lead us into the dungeon of today's episode, how about we take a break? How about we all go apply our oxy ale? I'm going I'm to go apply the oxy ale. And I'm also going to look up a thoroughly cover, <laughs> going get into the fingernails on the top. And make sure you elaborate <laughs> thoroughly. At least the, Tw- sing the, AB, the ABCD EFG song. Sing the alphabet song. Sing um, Vithos Lusek, uh, Winthos Venusek. Liberi, uh, liberi, liberi Vitale, fight, yeah. Liberi <laughs> Vitale, yeah. Yeah, sorry, washing your hands, sing We're Liberi Vitale. We're a Final Fantasy podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that used to be our theme song. Hell yeah. All right, see you, <laughs> see you in a second. We'll be back. What I really like about Nobuo Umetsu's music is that I feel like even now, even on the pieces that he's writing, like he's always incredibly melody centric even though he has such a master of like dense harmony so like we were just talking about uh chrono trigger and how the like one or two pieces that he wrote for that like they're kind of abrasive on the on the uh harmony side right like it's it's kind of nasty and he does that a lot he's like oh try you know uh, d- d- diminish fifths or whatever he loves diminished fifths and they're, they're kind of nasty or like moving a major third around chromatically that's nasty but yeah. he loves doing it and it always but it always serves a melody and so like even that piece that you were just playing from the final fantasy 7 remake like there's a strong melody and i feel like a lot of modern video game music because it's more akin to film music which is supposed mm-hmm. to like serve the more game like a score yeah yeah more like a score um it doesn't always have like a real strong melody because it could pull away from the uh the spoken dialogue but i love that nobu ometsu still has those real catchy themes like oh, yeah. throughout his music and that's it's so good it's like one of the things that makes him so good so good anyway that was my rant about uh nobu ometsu hell yeah are you guys ready to uh go diving yeah i'm ready to find dive right back in i, I found uh some really interesting, like compelling conversation from one of the uh, the townsfolk in Onlack, which I need to pull up. So excuse me. Excuse uh, it's also not me. entirely. Worth I was it. I was wondering if you were going to do it. I was like, I want to give Alex one second to say excuse me, and then I'm going to start. <laughs> oh yeah. So um, by the fountain in the middle of town, there's there's a woman who says. I hear the sunken shrine contains heaps of treasure, gold, and diamonds, and... Mm. Oh, someone also said there's a stone slab of some sort, too. <laughs> <laughs> there's gold! But there's the diamonds... Good. The diamonds stuck out It's funny out that me. he would retain that. Yeah. If someone was just listening off all these treasures and shit, and they mentioned just, like, a slab at the end, and was yeah. like, I'm not even paying attention. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I love slabs. So, alright, let's make, like, Annie Edison Taylor the first lady to go over the Niagara Falls in a barrel and survive. Hell yeah. (laughs) And get in this barrel. Where did that, how did that start? Uh, I read that it was, her motives are not entirely clear, but it was definitely financial, but she never made like a killing off of it. She just like made enough. Yeah. Well, ain't that the way I hear that. Yeah. Ain't that just the way? (laughs) Yeah. Um, 
I don't yeah, know all so four of us fit in a barrel. I, you know what? We all get in a barrel and our... <laughs> We're all beefier, too. I was going to say our bodies will kind of soften the uh, the slamming into the water. So I guess it's least. the same as like the overworld. We all just kind of like unfold. We just face yeah. into each other and just hop in, right? <laughs> it's like when, uh, right. when Barrett just mm. climbs into Cloud's pocket in, uh, in <laughs> yeah. Final Fantasy VII. Uh, oh, to be a Barrett riding around in Cloud's pocket. His <laughs> <laughs> little press pocket, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. Yeah. Um, so uh, that NPC who was blocking the barrel is still there and uh, you can talk to her and she says warriors with oxy ale we have been waiting for you please save Ooh. the mermaids and then she Same. like disappears she like I thought she was just like walking the docks but then she like disappears and it plays like a little sound in my game very spooky very <laughs> mysterious yeah mine she is like oh yeah you're the one we were waiting for again um, and then she like yes yeah, she like fades out as she like drifts of, over the water no Which I shit. guess maybe just implies that maybe she's like a ghost she, of the mermaids or something. A like ghost that. maid. Yeah, yeah, some sort of siren. Of a mer ghost. Ooh. Ugh. <laughs> Holy shit! I think I have the next young adult fiction <laughs> bestseller on my hands right now. Hell yeah! Fuck yeah! <laughs> mer ghost. <laughs> Does anything like that happen in yours, Curtis, or is that person just not there anymore? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. So probably doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but didn't leave an impression. Fuck it. Fuck them. We get in that barrel and apparently it does say ride the barrel, which just made me think of ride the lightning. <laughs> ride the lightning. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was getting There's ready a cool to get... little, I was going to say AMV. There's a cool little like, uh, like anime cutscene here oh. in, our, oh, in yeah. my version where you, it's Tell like, me. it's like tilting down and you see like bubbles floating up and then, uh, you can see like a, a weird green structure that has like pillars and like a roof and stuff. Oh, in it. it looks like yeah, a and then, pyramid in mine, mm. which yeah. does not f- accurately represent what this uh, spoiler <laughs> dungeon is looks like at all. Yeah. yeah, as you can imagine, in mine, if you once you step onto the barrel tile, it just looks like you're going inside of a different room, and the room pops up, and now you're in the tent temple. So. Nice. We're in the sunken temple now, everybody. We did it. Hell yeah. So I guess another thing that the Oxyale does, besides allowing you to breathe underwater, is it also just eliminates your buoyancy, because we are able to walk on the floor here. Yeah. So Well, so in ours, exciting. it looks... So the way they did it is... Um, I can't tell if in my version it's supposed to imply that we are on the... We're actually underwater while on the dungeon or not, because in um, at the end of the cutscene, we actually see like the the barrel pop up on the ground and like dock at, at the shrunken shrunk. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Which only I reason think really tracks like that's exactly how it looks. And I was like, like yeah, there is like dialogue later in here that implies that we yeah, might be yeah. underwater. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, let's, so uh, it's like, um, you can also see in ours, like water surrounding it and everything. Maybe it's just like what the Mariana trench or I forget which, which there's the Marinara like some, trench got it. the Mariana <laughs> trench. No, there's some like weird, like incredibly dense uh like trench underwater or like lake underwater that i forget like what it's composed of but it's like known as like a death thing because like you'll see videos of crabs just walking into this like super dense like underwater lake and they just instantly die and like turn to bones and shit it's fucking crazy maybe it's like that i think it's just like super heated i don't remember that's awesome. Just dense. like me when I'm playing video games. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Heated gamer moments. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> playing playing in the summer with no air conditioning is always a heated gamer moment. Um, yo, so okay, so the this pool we arrive <laughs> on the we third floor of the shrine. <laughs> You're the in a room. It's called it's called the jacuzzi of despair, which is such a kick ass fucking name. God, I I need to write that down so I can look it up after the podcast. Yeah, hell um, yeah. So in this first floor, this first floor is just kind of like a foyer. A foyer, um, yeah. because a foyer, as we a, say in Philly, yeah, a foyer. Um, there are two rooms that have some gold in them. There's some empty rooms, uh, but for the most part, there's kind of like a medium-sized hallway with pillars on both sides, and then far to the left and far to the right, you can either take stairs up or down. So farther up into the shrine or farther down. Uh, the game doesn't tell you which way to go, and honestly, you can do either one first. Yeah. But I suggest going up first because there yeah. is treasure. Yeah, baby. There's some choice treasure. Oh, there's some choice gets. Oh yeah. Mm, love it. Uh, so Plus, it's kind of like if you if you end up um, going down, uh, you'll get to a point where you can just be outside of the uh, the dungeon again. And then you would have to just go back through and go up and then yeah, follow that yeah. all the way back down if you don't have the warp spell. So if you want an optimized way through, go up I first. did not take an optimized way through, but we'll get to that <laughs> when we when we get to that. Um, so treasures, let's talk about them. Light axe. Uh, yeah. It's an axe with some power on it, man. It's fucking it cast shit. Diara when you used it. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, so, I didn't know that. Yeah, Dia too. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's actually. So heavy. basically, it's the same thing as the Zeus gauntlets, except it uh, is really good against undead enemies. Yeah, right. which we there's should... some in here, which can be a real pain in the ass. It, yes, yes, those like ghosts. They're yeah, they're just oh called ghosts. God. They're so like I, a, a stronger version of the ghosts that we fought before. I got I got a uh, game overed twice in this dungeon by that yep. party. Is a party that, of, like, I've gotten six the closest. I've gotten the closest to getting a game over from them. Yeah, they're real mean. A um, lot of damage. There's a lot of mean enemies down here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, what we were saying earlier, the Zeus Gauntlets, they cast Light t- Lightning 2, or Thundara. Huge assistance here. Uh, oh, most yeah. of the water-type enemies are weak to Thunder. It's fucking like Pokemon rules. You break out that Pikachu, you, you're ready. Um, so, yeah, I'm just... White Mage is only throwing Zeus Gauntlets or the heal rod to cast oh, yeah. heal too. So um, my strat for this was fighter and uh, ninja or uh, knight and ninja attacking whatever, like the strongest enemy on the screen was uh, white mage. If I wasn't at full health, topping everyone off with that, that healing staff love to get topped, love to get topped. <laughs> and then uh, I stand by then, what I said um, at the bottom of my uh, party. So the bottom of my party uh would then use the Zeus <laughs> the bottom of my party <laughs> or as we call them the bottom, the bottom. of my <laughs> <laughs> um would then use uh the bolt two from the gauntlets uh-huh. and i so pretty much this is the first dungeon that i was like oh i know that i've been running away from everything but i'm not gonna run away this time like yeah, i was yeah. just going through and i was like i'm gonna fight fucking everything because it's kind of faster and more beneficial to me than having yeah. to use potions all the time because like yeah. every turn yeah. i can crack off a heal which is essentially four potions on everyone on my team right and, and my my team i think i had two full level ups in this dungeon so like it, it the dungeon's not too long and it's not too confusing it you know it's it's final fantasy one but yeah 
compared to like the volcano and the marsh cave. Like, yeah. I think this one is more straightforward. Absolutely. Um, there's there's some like dead ends that have like rooms where you're like, ooh, something's dead ends. Open it, and there's nothing, yeah, but the, it's it's not that it's not that big right. of a deal. And with the exception of the ghosts that I think only appear on like two floors of this dungeon, uh, mm-hmm. there's nothing that I know of that you're going to run into. That's just going to game over you before you even have a turn. Like the red gargoyles. Like there's nothing like that here. I don't believe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is trying to, she's trying to clean up. No, Quobi. She's very sweet. She's a little dingus. Love it. Love that gal. Anyway. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, so... Oh, that's stinky. <sighs> she just took a real stinky shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. That's what so she's trying to clean up. I don't remember exactly what I said last, so I'm kind of going to just... What do you think up. it smells like down here, guys? <laughs> Cum. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine it smells like fish. I guess. Yeah, probably. Okay. Uh, it smells like strawberries. It smells like strawberries and everyone at home. Um, I'm, I'm basing this off of the fact that every pool that I've ever been in in my entire life, um, sm- the bottom of the pool smells like strawberries. So next time you're swimming around in a pool, go down there and give it a g- good old sniff on the bottom <laughs> of the pool. <laughs> you're going to have bodies on your hands, Carl. That's you're going to have, gonna have g- blood on your hands. I and fell for that prank. I fell for that prank when I was a kid. My older brothers got me good with it. And I was like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> I've never like, heard that my before. My older brother wouldn't lie to me about such a thing. I've never heard that before. That's my older brother, who I trust, <laughs> <laughs> it's like strawberries. Hot damn! We gotta get a whiff of that. God. <laughs> but so uh, speaking of enemies and trolling, uh, there are sea trolls down here. Which yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is funny yeah, yeah, to yeah. think about. It was like <gasps> legs. And <laughs> I, I think those. I think those were introduced with a uh, trolls world tour. They were, they were <laughs> right, too. trolls too. Yeah, they're voiced by Neil Patrick Harris. But yeah, it's weird to think that like <laughs> these so-called mermaids are like become so fascinated with legs, but there are like lots of enemies down here with many yeah. legs. Yeah, like them and the Sahagin. <laughs> the Sahagin, there's yeah. uh, sea scorpions and uh, sea snakes, which have no legs. Yeah, the, the Sahagin, I completely forgot, is like a Final Fantasy enemy like that yep. we fought in Final Fantasy VII in the sewers. And the yep. only reason I remembered it is because the Sahagin are in the remake and they're real fucking difficult in the remake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to get there. Um, yeah, so there's also sharks. Just shark. Is yeah, the there's shark and white shark. Yeah, I fought some like water elementals of water naga. I want to talk about the water elementals because I think in mine they're called aquos. Uh, yeah, they're just aquos. They look just like wind. Remember yeah. the air ones? It's just a tornado, but no, this, one, this one's made of water. Yeah, what are they called in yours, Curtis? I'm looking it up. They I'm called sorry. something like wet. No, that's that's good because I saw that and I was like, I think that's the enemy that in your game was just called air <laughs> or water. I think it's probably what it's, it's yeah. Called. I think it's just water in mine. Yeah. <laughs> I love that there's just an enemy called. I mean, I guess it tracks the same way with air, but like you're just fighting water while you're well, submerged underwater. I apologize to future Alex for having to listen to this while I look it up. I mean, it's on the on the fandom. It shows you what the names are, also known as water or aquos. But yeah. I'm betting that it's just water. Yeah, yeah. Aquos transmission by incubus. Air, Earth. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. So there's the uh, the light axe. There's a mage staff which casts yeah, which fire does too. Fire or fire yeah. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what's up. I like that the game is now giving us these options so that we don't because like we don't really have a lot of spell slots to burn 
for mm-hmm. these multi-unit attacks. Like, I guess, like, I don't have a black wizard or a black mage. I assume that they have more than the red does because, you know, the red skill is in having access to both, not in number of casts. Right. Um, but I don't have a lot. I mean, more than I did at the time when I got Fire 2, but seven, six for a whole dungeon... Yeah. So yeah. it's super handy it's, to actually have these items now that we're getting to do these multi-enemy attack spells. It kind of shows how, like, I don't, like, I can't think of a better word than, like, artificial, um, but that's not really a fair way to describe it, but, like, how artificial the difficulty in this game is, if that makes any sense, where it's, like, mm. if we had spells that we could just rattle off, like, none of these places would be a problem. If we had ethers, like, I think, Alex, in your game, you do, but, like, if we were able to just, like, dump as much money into being able to get more casts as we can right. with being able to get more health this game would be so much easier so now that we have that option as like oh every turn i can just use this like second level spell right it really makes things so much easier yeah it is worth noting even though i cheated i my um i still have to manually uh grind to get my magic level up so i'm still oh, nice. <laughs> okay. yeah. i haven't i still haven't leveled up enough to you know get a uh, good stuff good nice. spells i should say all right yeah. fair enough um, there's a bunch I'm of so unkillable. <laughs> <laughs> Even so, that is tough, though. Yeah. <laughs> What's cool about this dungeon too is that like, there's not like walls to the areas we're walking through. It's just like some bricks in the middle of water. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's supposed mm. to be like ruins. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, like it it was probably an actual temple or structure, and then when it sunk, you know, it it yeah. went into disrepair. Yeah. Right. So it's got a real cool geography to it. And um, there are lots of uh, rooms. Like we were saying earlier, there's dead ends. There, It's it's kind of um, it's maze-esque, but unlike the... It's very much like a cave, I guess you would call yeah, it, in, in uh, terms of mechanics, because you can well, see where you're supposed to go, but sometimes you can't quite uh, get there because yeah. there are like chunks of floor missing to get over there. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, I, it, it seems a little different to me in maybe how it's planned out because most areas I feel like have more than one walkway to get to them here um, which is kind of interesting to me that like you can go left or you can go south and you'll be at the same room or you'll go north and west and you'll be at the same room you know what I mean yeah. and uh, it, it it feels more like a structure just the, the way that they made it like oh yeah that's how an actual building might be like if it yeah it's less linear ruins. yeah right and so, uh, but it's still, yeah, it, functionally, it's still like one of the caves that we've been in. Yeah. Um, but once we get to the fifth floor, so we start on the third floor, right? I said we can go down or we can go up. We start on yeah. the third floor. Once we get to the fifth floor, boy, are there treasures and other things here. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. And notably about this floor, at least in our games, uh, me and Alex's, I, I'm assuming, um, there are no random encounters. Same here. Yeah. Same yeah here. Which is very mm-hmm. good because there's a lot of rooms. There's. Four, eight, 12. There's like 15 rooms in here that you yep. can go in. Some of them have a lot of treasure in them, and others have just mermaids that you can talk to. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. this so, is where the mermaids are. Yeah. This is like, a, yeah, a, I guess affordable housing for mermaids, and then we're just kind of helping ourselves still. <laughs> the yeah, first geez. one I talked to just says, You responded to me. <laughs> and that's it. Oh, oh that's her. Then maybe. maybe she was astral projecting. Oh, shit. That's quite possible. Oh, damn. Yeah, that's a good point. I thought it was just like, uh, I sent you uh, my fin pick. Please respond. <laughs> I showed you my fin. Please respond. 
Um, one of them says, my friend Daryl went to the land, then never returned. I've often wondered what happened. Maybe she grew legs and walked away. And I wonder if that's like one of the people who's like, oh, I sure love having legs. Yeah, yeah. I sure think that's what great. it implies. I don't yeah. know if... Uh, Daryl. I don't know if there was a name in mine because I would have remembered Yeah, Darryl. mine was vague. It was like, oh, yeah, one of our friends or whatever. I wonder what happened but, to them. My friend Oates. And in my game, it's my friend Hall. Yeah, <laughs> I forget yeah. which one is. I forget which one is Daryl. Daryl Oates. It doesn't matter. Hall and my friend Odoro. Odoro. You're um, out of touch. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, one of my mermaid friends <laughs> left for the land, and she hasn't returned. I wonder what became of her. Maybe she grew legs. Yeah, I think it's implying that that's the one that we talked to. Yeah, um, and here's the the kicker for what we were talking about earlier. One of the mermaids says, unbelievable, you can breathe underwater. So I yeah. think the oxy ale is allowing us to breathe underwater. We're probably, well, again, like there's the barrel thing that Alex said earlier. But I mean, look, it's a ruins. It's feasible that there could be air pockets and also. Well, I thought when I, read it, I thought they were just um, implying that like, oh, no one could have gotten down here unless oh, they could breathe underwater. Yeah, good point. Good point. You're probably actually, I think that's probably the best. It's like um, the Gungan yeah. city and. <laughs> yeah, it's those, uh, so those the mermaid weird, like, comes out and says, there. Misa gonna give you on bongo. <laughs> Misa no care about the Cornelia. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, there the is, next uh, fiend is through the planet's core. We have to fight a, a goober fish, uh, and it turns out that it's a big goober fish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go even further off the fucking beaten path here. If you're ready, um, okay. Are y'all familiar with? I think the Andy Griffith show. Yes. Okay. There's a character named Goober on that. I believe. Is that right? <laughs> you are. You. Uh, you've already reached the bottom of my well of Andy Griffith knowledge. Okay, got you. I Can think- we reel it back into like just be SpongeBob? <laughs> so I think that's where everyone's I, living on the floor. Uh, uh, are still fish. <laughs> I think that's where Goofy Goober, the character Goober, is from. But I learned today. I was like, "Yo, yes. what is up with this character's hat? It's the hat that Jughead wears in the Archie comics, which is what Alex named all of his Final Fantasy team." So oh we're back my in. God, <laughs> but Go through the looking glass, <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck kind of hat is that? Like, what is that?" And it's called like a whoopee hat. And I was like, I've never Gross. fucking heard of a whoopee hat. And so I looked it up, and apparently it's a style that came from um, people who were trying to look stylish would have like fedoras, but depending on the work that you were doing back in the day, like your fedora would get all cut up and ate up and shit like that. And so it kind of became like a, a a point of pride to have an eaten up, beat the fuck up fedora if you were a mechanic. And so yeah. people started cutting the brim off of their fedora and then the base into triangles. And that's what Jughead is wearing in the fucking Archie comics. And it was like shorthand for like, I work on machines. So I'm going to take wow. it a little further than that. Have you watched any of Riverdale? <laughs> what was that? I'm sorry. No. Have you watched any of Riverdale? The, no. I think it's like the CW, like young <laughs> I think adult. we've talked about and it before. It's, it's something else. It's, it's real good trash TV. Um, but, uh, I like the lore behind Jughead's hat and that because it's, mm. I guess they tried to like modernize it a little bit. So it's like a beanie, but it kind of looks like a crown and it's got the weird triangle thing. Yeah. Mm. And like, they don't really explain why he has it other than like, Oh, it's like an edgy Archie comic, like, you know, thing. And like his way of saying it, he's like, he's like, yeah, 
I mean, I forget why he's talking. He's trying to like point out that he's weird and like the girl that like wants to date him or whatever shouldn't be dating. He's like, yeah, I'm weird. I wear this hat because I'm weird. And like literally that's the lore. Like in case you haven't noticed, I'm weird. I'm a weirdo. I don't fit in and I don't want to fit in. Have you ever seen me without this stupid hat on? That's weird. You can't just make your characters say how they feel. That makes me angry. (laughs) And what class is Jughead in your game, Alex? I think he's one of the fighters. Yeah, so there's the two fighters, Mm. I think, that you have. All right. So the fighters gain access to white magic, which is kind of weird. I'm weird. Because they only have so many casts. And we're back in. It's not great. Yeah. That wasn't great. It wasn't a great <laughs> way to stitch it back up, but I tried, damn it. At least I did, at least I did something. <laughs> it's a valiant effort. If there's only a hat I could wear to show you how much I worked on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so got mermaids up here. We have a shitload of treasure up here. Um, and I, w- I would like to point out that the last room I went to has the most important treasure of all. I know what you're going to say. But on but. on the way, I got an opal bracelet. I got an opal helmet, I think, and a shield. I had some new equipment for my uh, knight. In our game, it's diamond, um, okay, which right. is a callback to that NPC who's like, "Oh, I heard there's gold and diamonds in the in the uh, sunken treasure in the sunken uh, where the fuck we are, whatever it's called, sunken, sunken diamonds castle. in the, the light. sunken bass pro shop, the sunken bass pro shop." <laughs> so, I mean, it is a, it's, it's a pyramid. Game. Yeah, <laughs> the sunken um, Cabela's. Uh, <laughs> so, in your uh, game, Curtis, um, the last room it has um, a item that we need. Okay, How well, do you get to it. There's, there's not not even that room. I want to talk about the room before it first. Okay, got all these treasures, and yeah. then I go to the end gill and I go to the last treasure, and I'm like, all right, finally, I can get. I know what this piece Key of item. equipment is. Not the key item. We'll get to that. That will be the next one. Uh, but a, a key item in a way that it's fucking necessary. And I didn't have any more space left. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. I have to go back and sell all my equipment. So I left the room. I marched all the way back to the entrance. I went to the shop. I sold it all. And I came back. And when I was back, I said, can I just drop equipment now that I think about it? I absolutely could have just dropped equipment. There was no oh, reason for me to do no. this dungeon twice. Oh, no. And I got the ribbon. The oh, ribbon! Okay. I thought you were going to say the 10 gill. <laughs> the 10 gill. Yeah. There's a chest that just I has didn't 10 have, gil. I didn't have room in my armory for the 10 gill, so I had to drop a bunch of armor off. And, and then it, when you were so. saying that, I was like, oh, there's also a chest that just has an antidote in it, and it could be like the last one that you get <laughs> because of the pathing that you have to take. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about the thing that Alex was going to say. Because this fucking place. So yeah, we're working our way around, and there's like okay, there's three on the, there's three on the area that where we get up. There's four more above that, four more above that, four more of that. So the flask room we need to get to, we realize there's some floor pieces missing between us and that room. And there's like mm-hmm. no way to get to it, right? Because if you see yep. a room, you're like okay, like I see this is like basic map maze shit, right? You you hug the wall. And you kind of circle around a place until you find a way in because it has to be connected to it somehow, right? Right. And this just doesn't seem to have one. Yeah. What do you do, right? And like, are we going to learn some way to jump? Are we going to learn 
we, we could just swim if we're swim? underwater. Yeah. yeah, if we're underwater, like, yeah, like. But it turns out that we've fucking crossed into Dark Souls 2 territory where <laughs> spacing no longer fucking matters whatsoever. And to get to the room all the way on the east, we have to go all the way to the west. And the room this, wraps back around on itself. And this, dear listener, is why I keep fucking up east and west. <laughs> Hey, sometimes you have to go east to go west. <laughs> exactly. Three exactly. east make a west, baby. <laughs> three, <laughs> three east makes a west. God, that's... Uh, but yeah, it was like, wait a second. Like, I didn't... Because like, I'm looking at a map and I like, had no idea... Because like even on the map, it's not very obvious. Yeah, if you look on the but, map, you're just like, oh, there's no like, way to get over there. It um, makes sense on the world map that you go so yeah. far east and then you're west. Maybe we're but like in a tiny world. Maybe it's like it's underwater or Mario Galaxy. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you just have to or go Animal Crossing. Everything is on like a drum. <laughs> the entire world. <laughs> oh, is like yeah. Just, yeah oh, is it's it like really? a cylinder. It's like a, it's log, like a cylinder. Yeah. That's yeah. The horizon's a, a straight line, but it rolls. I like it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So you just go all the way to the northwest of this room. Follow that all the way west. And then you're suddenly on the east of the of the room. And there's nowhere, the top, nowhere so. else I'd rather be. Yo, but this would like really throw me off if I didn't see this map though, because if I was playing like, oh, there's another room over here, it's like I still got to figure out how to get to the other room in the, back there though, because I would just think it was a different room. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, because I was like, oh, this this is what I need, but I wonder what's in that room I couldn't get to in the other uh, room, you know, in the other side, I, other screen. I feel like All if right. I wasn't looking at the map, I would just kind of like walk around and be like, oh, there's a weird hallway here. Oh, this hallway leads over here. Oh, the, here's the thing. And I like wouldn't even like pay attention to the other rooms and yeah. how this is the exact same like shape as me on the other side of that room right. that I was trying to cross. And I would just be like, oh, okay, well, I got the key item, so I don't give a fuck about that other room. <laughs> yeah, never even knowing you went to that room. So yeah, exactly. All right. All right. Let's okay. go chests left to right. I think you already did actually, but uh, diamond helm. <laughs> Diamond gloves. So we have a yes. full diamond set now. This is where future Alex preps a sample. So, but I'll do the sample myself so that we know. <laughs> so, so we get into this room, this weird east west weast, you might say, room, <laughs> and open it. And what do we find? The man and gauze. The man and gauze. Ramses. <laughs> so is it just called the slab in yours? It's just called the slab. Okay, in ours, it's, it's called, called something called, different. Uh, in ours, yeah. yeah. The titanite slab in yours. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's the chunk in ours. <laughs> what? No. Oh, okay. No, no, I, was no. like, I was like, get out. <laughs> it is called, in ours, it is called the Rosetta Stone. Oh. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So when you were like Alex. It's you gotta, a Duolingo. <laughs> when you were saying that Alex needs to prep like a uh, a, a sound <laughs> drop in it, I was like, "Is Curtis making a Tool reference? Is he going to tell Alex to put in Rosetta, Rosetta Stone, Stone by Tool?" I actually like that reason. song. It's a pretty good. Ten Thousand Days is a pretty good album. I like it. Oh like yeah. The first yeah. the first half of it's real good. I stopped caring after like halfway through. But. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that one's a, a good. That's like that's there's only like eight tracks in there, right? Uh, I can't even. Like, whatever, can't it doesn't remember. matter. I, it's, it's my easy listening tool record. It's pretty chill. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty it. poppy. Yeah. Poppy. P o p p y. It's poppy. Rosetta Stone. We're done with this floor. Uh, yeah, so we got the Rosetta Stone. Um, I imagine I haven't. We haven't done it yet, but I imagine that's probably going to go to Doctor Une, and oh, I yeah. imagine he's gonna he's gonna shit give some us, bricks. 
He's going to give us a language lesson plan for only $69 a year or whatever. Time, We're going to subscribe to his master class. We're gonna subscribe. He's going to pester you every day. We're going to... like, hey, uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you... Say, how do you say, how, what is El Nino? Yeah, yeah. We see that you haven't uh, logged into Duolingo, <laughs> Unilingo in a while. <laughs> El means the, and Nino means Nino. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that's, that's all that's in here. Um, we got the key item. Did, was there any interesting dialogue from the mermaids for you guys? Yeah. Um, yes. Like the w- one of them was just like, <laughs> "How? Tell me!" <laughs> oh my god! They were just like just one of them said, out "That you're there." I suppose you are legendary. <laughs> Ooh, uh, I-, I liked this one a lot because um, it kind of builds on something that we had heard about before in a different light. And it says, "In the eastern continent's desert, I saw someone enter the Tower of Mirage, and oh, that bell's wondrous sound." Um, so, I mean, before we had heard like, oh, no one can get in, into that tower. So it seems like it might just be a mirage, but this mermaid somehow saw in the desert, which is like the opposite of where mermaids should be, uh, (laughs) saw someone go into Maybe that caravan also caught a mermaid in a bottle. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I think I talked to someone like that too, but she was being a little more coy. It was like, people say no one can get into that tower, but I saw someone go in the other day or whatever. Uh, So... There are there are you know, two they mermaids. They say that that mermaid over there is a vegetarian, but I always thought she was full of baloney. <laughs> oh, I hate it. I love it. That was, a, it. That was Norm Macdonald stand up set during the roast of Bob Saget, where he just did old school, like really early, <laughs> non offensive uh, jokes the whole time to Bob Saget, and Bob Saget was cracking up, and everyone in the audience was like, "What the fuck?" He's like, he was basically like trying to bomb like the whole time. It was, like, it was the so most good. Flat, like, just landing flat every single. I think he just watched landing. a bunch of like old, old school like uh, roast videos where it was just all old men who like didn't get to like over the top or anything he just had <laughs> dumb jokes like that so he's like you know bob you got a lot of well wishers here tonight me personally i'd like to kill you in a well or he's like i, I i'd like it if you fell in a well i'd like people were laughing he's like i'm i'm going to murder you in a well i don't know how you didn't get that <laughs> bob saget always has something on his mind when he's wearing a hat <laughs> It was like an entire like three minutes of people saying like the most like horrible things and fucked up things and like a Comedy Central roast like uncensored and stuff. And then uh, like like Norman got to be like Susie Espen's a full of baloney. Like, <laughs> I highly recommend if you haven't seen it to watch it because right, it's right. the, the funniest thing. Um, so there are also two mermaids in here who, um, talk about the fiend that lives here. So the fiend of yes. water is here. Uh, and I also like that one of them is like, oh, we live on the top floor and the fiend of water lives on the bottom floor. So they are canonically roommates. Yeah. Like they, they're, they're in a real Dharma and Greg here. <laughs> Keep that noise down. <laughs> yeah. The Kraken's like smacking the roof. Keep it down up there. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a little confusing because usually the upstairs neighbors are the ones that, like, are the worst. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, it's like, I'm just trying to fucking, like, get some sleep and they put their phone on the floor and then their alarm goes off and I just hear, like, vibrating through my fucking ceiling. <laughs> it's definitely not a passive-aggressive thing of me talking about when I had upstairs neighbors and something that happened to me every morning at, like, six in the morning. <laughs> yeah, these mermaids are like a sorority because there's only females up there. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, I guess. Because they're mermaids, not mermen. Oh, true. Mer, <laughs> mermaiden. Is merfolk the right term for that? 
I like the um I like the SpongeBob treatment of it where it's not uh like merman, it's just mermaid man. <laughs> yeah, mermaid man. Yeah. Man ray. Man ray. <laughs> yeah, man yeah. ray. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> uh yeah, so so we can go back down to the third floor and start heading down. Where we started. Yeah, and start heading down toward the Kraken. Um, if you're playing the Spoiler. game, I would say, yeah, I'd say probably go heal because it's going to get rough. Yeah. Um, or just do what I did and don't heal and just keep using the healing staff. Like there was only, Oh, yeah, I no, think that's I, true. It's true. I did have my thief die once to those shadow guys or the, n- not shadow, the, uh, the ghost guys. Um, yeah. But I had life one on my white mage so i still had casts for it because i was only using the healing staff with her so i just brought him back healed him up with potions and then made my way down and uh fought the fucking fiend fought the fucking fiend yeah except it's not a straight shot going down no 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 these these floors are kind of confusing actually and like once we get to the second floor we have to like go back up to the third floor and then back down to the second floor and it's it is kind of windy but it it's weird it's 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 an odd i mean previous dungeons have done this yeah pre- where we yeah. have to kind of go up mm. and down but because we I th- we we're basically just following stairs until we just go to just follow the stair you haven't been to yet yeah right yeah. And, and, and what's interesting about this one is i feel like a lot of the other dungeons had these giant pathways that would go to nowhere or that you weren't supposed to go on like they would wind around and this because there's so many times we go second floor, third floor, second floor, first, second, first, you know, um, a lot of them are very short. And so there will be like one wrong way, but the wrong way will only go like one screen. And then you'll just be like, oh, that that wasn't the way I was supposed to go. And you'll yeah. you'll just continue on to the stairs that'll invariably be close by. So it, it's it's a neat way to do that. And I, I kind of like this dungeon for that reason, because it has the exploration. But I don't feel like if I went down the wrong path, then I wasted an entire traversal into this dungeon and i have to go back and potion up and all that stuff yeah yeah exactly uh there is some good loot on the second floor as well um i know we had already mentioned the ribbon do we talk about what the ribbon does or were we just like <gasps> we didn't ribbon, like Final we didn't actually is it the yeah. same as in uh ff7 it's uh, slightly different yeah so what it does is you can wear it as i think a helmet yep if i'm not mistaken um and it decreases your chance of getting like a sudden death move cast like successful on you so i don't think it's not like oh you don't get any status ailments or anything it's just like oh if someone uses like reaper or death or whatever it's called on your member wearing it there it's much less likely now i think about i think it might have some stats i need to look it up i'm sorry i'm I'm just going by the in-game description so i might be wrong about that but while we're on this floor anyway i will also mention that there's there's a couple of rooms that have like mandatory encounter tiles. Most of them you can just avoid if you know where they are. Yes. Yeah. So I, I cheesed it. I was looking at the map and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to avoid it. And most of the enemies too, aren't really anything worthwhile. Okay. They're not really unique. It's like white sharks, which we're just fighting as random encounters and uh, a sea troll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There, there is a cockatrice um, down here, but uh, I, I avoided it because fuck that shit. So I looked up the ribbon. So the ribbon does prevent the one-hit KO moves. Uh, it only has a single point of defense, but the other thing it does in this game is it blocks all elemental damage. Ooh. Huge. Oh. Huge. That's real huge. Yeah. yeah. Especially. Holy shit. Well, that's even better than. Yeah. Especially for those fucking, like, again, I keep fucking bitching about them, but the red gargoyles. Ugh. Yeah. 
If I had no, a, yeah. a bunch of ribbons. Yeah, that would have been no nice problem. in the volcano. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the and, ice uh, Apparently, uh, the thief, or the ninja, and the f- uh, knight will actually get a better piece of headgear coming up as well. So, Ooh. But for everybody else, that's the best one they can possibly uh, equip. So oh. I put it on my white mage because I was like, I need this person to live. I did the same thing. I was like, this is the one that I need to have like the most offense from that kind of thing because this exactly. is the one that can bring people back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, um, there's another really good uh, item in here, which is the giant's gloves. Yeah. And uh, it's the same sort of thing as like the gauntlets. Like you don't equip them. You just keep them in your inventory slot and it's a single use per turn and you're able to cast saber when used. Which... In my game, I did not pick up because Saber doesn't work. And I was oh, like, yeah. I was like, man, I'm just going to go to the boss. I'm not going to pick up this crap. Like, I'm not concerned about 100%ing this game with items that don't even work. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you there. Um, I grabbed them because I also got Saber as soon as I saw what it does in the, uh, in the, uh, I think I got it in, uh, what was the town that we were just in? Oh, uh, in uh, Onrik. Yeah. Um, it, it it costs uh, forty five thousand gil, and it's a spell that only a black wizard can use, and it's kind of pointless to use on the black wizard because it raises your own attack plus fifth or plus sixteen, and it raises your accuracy plus ten. So it gives you a way more like battle mage where you can actually deal yeah. some damage with your attacks. But if you have but it as an item, yeah. When you have it as an item, and your fighter can cast it, that's huge. Right. Right. So, um, let's see, is there anything else we want to talk about on these floors? Oh, I think we already talked about the light axe. They the were ready to end. make so some fucking a, calamari. There's a, there, yeah, there's a shit ton of gill. Yeah, there so. is. There's a crap load of gill. We see the number 12350 in gill mm-hmm. again, because I remember talking about that. Um, so, there's got to be something to that. That's got to be like a, a, a numeric thing. Uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, so let's let's get, let's get fiending. I'm fiending. We're fiending fiending right now um so alex do you remember when i fought the lich you pointed out you're like oh the lich was like in third person the description was and then when i fought the fire fiend you're like oh it's weird that yours was like first person this time this dialogue box switches person in the dialogue box and i was like oh weird (laughs) yeah so the (laughs) the lich was like a description of it the merolith is like oh how dare you and this one goes the <laughs> also the first line <laughs> the fiend's ball is shattered <laughs> <laughs> classic funny every time <laughs> sorry give me a second okay i'm sorry <clears throat> let me try it again not try it again but like you can keep all this in because it's fucking stupid um the i haven't done this since we had the fucking sid jumping episode <laughs> like there's not been anything in final fantasy one that's made me laugh so much i couldn't talk and it's and it's just a fucking statement that the fiend's ball is shattered <laughs> because <laughs> i'm we already said ball crack last like a few yeah i know but it's, it's, it's just the, it's just like the wording that the fiend's ball is shattered like i feel like it's telling me like hey don't pick on him <laughs> he's, he's, he's stuck inside this week his balls shattered he's got like a little cast on it you just come over and sign his cast okay i'm sorry uh, 
The fiend's ball is shattered, evaporating all the water. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, the, the, the fiend's ball is shattered, evaporating all the water. Ho, ho, ho. How foolhardy to dare challenge me, cracking the fiend of water. But there's no, like, quotation marks around it, and it's all, like, a run-on sentence. So, like, it, it shifts from third to first person in the middle of the sentence. Yeah, he definitely unless sounds like a the, shitty roommate. Unless the Kraken's like one of those people who like will talk about themselves in third person and then he just drops it. So you like see the Kraken and he's like, the Kraken's ball is shattered. <laughs> <laughs> Evaporating all the water. <laughs> just imagine anytime it's in anything but like for, uh, first person, it's uh, it's uh, what's it called? Ron Howard's voice. <laughs> <laughs> and imagine Ron Howard from the Andy Griffith show. Oh shit. God damn. Looking glass, etc. Um so <laughs> the dialogue for mine is uh you humans amaze me. Who would have thought any land creature could make it this far? But I'm afraid it's time to teach you your place. Kraken, the water fiend shall instruct you. Oh. Which is so fucking lame. No, I like that. I think that's cool. It's pretty like, lame. Shall instruct I like, you. I, when I'm getting bullied, I like to be told I'm going to get knocked down. I don't want to be like I'm going to instruct you. It's well, like, he's right, instructing you in the ways of pain. No, I know. I mean, he's right before that. He's like, I'm going to teach you a lesson and I'm going to instruct you. I'm like, I get it. I get what he's saying. It's just like, like, you sound like a fucking poindexter. You don't sound like a scary monster that I am going to struggle with kicking its ass. (laughs) A real buff poindexter. All right, Alex, what what, what is yours? I'm trying to be. Yeah, so I approached the the ball um, (laughs) and it says, hmph, you humans do impress. I would not have thought to see you here. And then he transforms, revealing this kraken. Uh, but do you really think you can defeat me, the fiend of water, here in my own domain? Fools, these dark deaths shall be your tomb. <laughs> That's way cooler, see? That's way cooler. That's respectable. Oh, That's a only- respectable bully. <laughs> and he's basically a, um, a an octodad, but with a cape. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is kind of how he looks. Uh, Hell yeah. But as we know, tentacles. Only, only a party comprised of... <laughs> Johnny Depp, Orlando Bloom, and Kira Knightley <laughs> can kill the Kraken, as we, yeah. as Disney has showed us. Johnny right. Depp jumps into his mouth or whatever. <laughs> he just he just gets bored. <laughs> Don't like that. <laughs> Don't he like gets it. bored and then my ball shatters and it's just it's an all night thing. Um, what do y'all think about this boss? I kicked the shit out of it. He's kind of a pain. <laughs> um, I wouldn't say I kicked the shit out of it. This is the first boss I fought that actually killed one of my party members. Uh, yeah. His first attack, he was just like, yo, you fucking monk, your master, fuck that guy. <laughs> Boom. Gone. Just gone. Did like 400 damage. I was like, <gasps> Those fists don't shit. work on, on me. <laughs> yeah, he mostly just dishes out physical attacks, but occasionally throwing um, ink at us, which yeah. inflicts mm. blind. Right. I didn't even see which, ink, so I just used my kind of strategy throughout this whole game, which is protect my party as much as possible in like one turn and just buff the shit out of the fucking fighter or knight. So what I did was I used those, those shiny little gloves that I got to use saber as my knight. Then with, uh, my thief, I think I casted haste, which he learned on his way here, uh, on, uh, on my, uh, knight. And then I also used the steel from my black knight on my fighter. So he was dishing out like (laughs) eight eight hits and doing like 400 to like 600 damage each each turn. And, and then I also like like shielded everyone up. Two turns. 
or something. Yeah, like I think that it took like I think it like took three. Okay. Yeah. But and then and then I also used like haste or steel or whatever on my uh on my ninja as as well. Hell so yeah! I was just dishing out fucking damage. That's I was like, awesome. Fucking. It is I <laughs> who it? have instructed you, Poindexter. <laughs> what is also interesting is um, he shoves him in his locker, Sorry, <laughs> knocked him down into his locker. <laughs> he's usually uh, weak to uh, actually. It's not really clear in the wiki. It looks like in the in PSP and Game Boy Advance version, um, he's kind of. It's like it doesn't say anything about his weakness to lightning, but um, he does occasionally cast Thundara. Yeah. Oh, wow. I will say this, whether or not he's like statistically weak, I actually didn't look up, but Lightning 3 does plenty of damage to him in the NES version. So like, weak or not, fucking roll Lightning 3 out. It's great. Once I had all the defenses up and all the like offensive spells and shit cast, um, I just pretty much did the same thing with my uh with my white mage i was using the the gauntlets to cast bolt two and with my black mage i was i was casting bolt three so he, yeah. I, I took him down with relative ease <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's awesome dude fucked hell it, yeah fucked his whole world up hell yeah um so yeah so we beat the kraken um what happens in Pirates of the Caribbean? I don't remember. I was gonna make a joke don't worry about it johnny um, depp jumps into his mouth as a cool cliffhanger ending and then they have to go and get the dead man's chest. I don't really remember Pirates of the Caribbean 3. I think that was in 2, right? Did uh, they fight the Kraken? I think Keith Richards was in it. Yeah, as Johnny Depp's dad. Yeah. I should so, know more because my brother was in Pirates of the Caribbean 2. What the fuck? How are you and your fucking family and everybody in so many goddamn movies? Well, that's what, like, my brother is, like, an actor. Like, oh, okay, that's what, that makes sense. And he, uh, so he was, in a, he was in a ton of movies, but he was in Pirates of the Caribbean 2. And uh, the story behind it is actually pretty funny. I don't, I don't give a shit. I'm gonna tell it. I don't know. He doesn't listen to the show. So, <laughs> like, and I'm sure the, he's off the, doing the, important actor things. He doesn't give a shit about our podcast. The, the, the statute of limitations or whatever is probably up on it. But he <laughs> went to his audition to audition to be a pirate, and he's just like a clean cut guy who you know was like working at, as a server at a restaurant at the time as well, and was like just kind of sitting there waiting to be called up and he like looked around and he's like there was fucking dudes there with like enormous beards and like this one guy next to me like took his eye out and my brother was just like it doesn't matter how fucking hard i nail this audition i am not getting this fucking part (laughs) so he went in he did an okay audition didn't get it and left but as he was leaving he overheard someone saying that they were like casting the british soldiers the following day so he already knew the way to get there uh, and he like uh, snuck his way in to get to the second audition and you can see him for like two seconds in one of the scenes of wow. pirates of the caribbean too yeah. that's amazing I, uh, commodore or whatever his rank is in the uh in the part uh in the second one is like looking through a t- uh telescope sure what are, what are those things called whatever yeah, telescope, I think. <laughs> yeah, he's looking through his telescope, and then he, like, puts it away, and my brother, like, walks behind him in it, so. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. So I should know more about those movies, but I think I only saw that in theaters, and I was like, yeah, that was fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. My brother's or- Orlando Bloom, by the way. <laughs> he may have done some other things in those movies. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so we, uh, we have the third crystal. Also, I guess... We're collecting the crystals? So, I think they, they show it a little more in my version of the game, because uh, there's, like, more... There's, like, animations. And what happens after each fiend fight, um, like, the cri- the crystal that's, like, 
in the castle that's like spinning or whatever is there and you like are like the fighter holds up a crystal towards there to i guess fill it with the power of the crystal our crystals yeah so like we're carrying around crystals but there's also crystals that we're going to so that's why in our inventory we have like clear crystals for the whole game until we complete the thing and then we we're charging our crystals at the end we put them all together and build a giant himalayan salt lamp (laughs) (laughs) don't let your cat lick it yeah um yeah so we got that uh Again, thank goodness for the warps after fighting Fanes. We can warp right back to uh, Onrock. Yep. Actually, Unless we warp we outside forgot to get it. the Rosetta Stone. <laughs> Does it not let you warp if you don't get it? No, I'm just saying like it would be really oh, painful yeah. to come back down yes, here. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, it would suck. Or go all the way back up to the top. Right, right, yeah. Um, yeah, so we're done with this section. We're good. Yeah, so, so that's, that's three Fanes down, baby. One to yeah, go. You, we're coming for you. Yeah. Uh, uh, Curtis, and yours, does it just warp you back to Onrock? It actually puts me a tile outside of Onrack. Oh, okay. Because for ours, I think it warps us back to the barrel that we then have to take back to. Oh, okay. So a little more immersion. Although, like, it's a magic warp, so, like, what the fuck does it matter? <laughs> mine, mine just warped me to, yeah, the map, I think. Oh, actually, yeah, I let get... me double check. I didn't actually take the warp. I'm, I'm looking. I, I'm still at there. I didn't take the warp yet. If I take... I'm gonna uh, do, it, I'm gonna do it live. If I do the exit material or I warp out... The barrel's still at the bottom of the ocean. Oh man, one way trip. One way trip. No, it just takes me to on on rack too. I don't know where I read that it takes you to the barrel. That's barrel. the fanfic. Who's like this? This is un- <laughs> unrealistic. In the FF one remake, that's how it'll. That's how yeah. It'll be. <laughs> don't even get me started. Don't even get me started on the remake. Um, <laughs> no, actually, don't do it. Uh, <laughs> No, seriously, don't get me started. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so you guys have anything else to say about this area? No. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's, nice Dude, it's, it's pretty good, yeah. The yeah, entire exactly. time I was going through it, I was just singing Homer Simpson's version of uh, Under the Sea. <laughs> uh, it's your solution feel- to everything. We're not living under the sea. <laughs> I feel like that was the first... Um, it's the first part of the game that I've been, like, comfortable with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the townspeople tell you what you need to do and where to go. The game gives you the tools to deal with what's in the dungeon right before it. Cause we just got the Zeus gauntlets and everything. Yeah. Uh, and I was just like, all right, it was like the game is finally giving me the tools to succeed, which I mean, yeah, I guess it has kind of the whole time, but in more of a, I feel like in a thought out way right now. It was a lot more cozy than the other places that we've been. And yeah. uh, like I was saying, like it, not that the difficulty earlier is like artificial. It's just, it shows how much easier it is when you have like spells to cast. Right. Without any kind of like hindrance on that. Yeah. Right. So is this, um, did we save the mermaids? I assume so. We threw out their roommate. I think yeah, they, were, so they were just like too polite to ask him to move out. Like they didn't want to do it. He was on the lease. He wasn't uh, paying rent. Yeah, the landlord but, was doing nothing to help. I know, but the thing is, like, not all the mermaids are on also the Also, the condition of the and, fucking building is not great. The yeah. landlord has not come down to help out. Yeah. Uh, what are they going to do? His floors are collapsing left and right, and the landlord's <laughs> not doing anything. Plumbing issues all over the place. Scorpions and sharks everywhere. Everything's shut down. <laughs> they, can't, they can't work because they're underwater, but they're still charging rent mm. for some reason. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Could you imagine such a world? So, so there is um, 
there is some dialogue from the the mermaids in my game that kind of explains like the stakes and why we're doing this specifically with them um where they're they're basically talking like they keep saying like i wonder if we can regain the sea's light or will we become bubbles and disappear and another one says like oh the fiend is causing the the sea's light to disappear and everyone's just mm. like the longer the water fiend remains the weaker the sea's light becomes and everyone just kind of keeps talking about like turning into bubbles yeah when a mermaid dies they become bubbles yeah. Oh yeah, this, it's like an um yeah the, the little mermaid just like turned to sea foam or whatever. Yeah, so oh, okay. so uh, we save the mermaids uh, by helping them out. I'm curious if they have any dialogue now that we've technically saved them. Oh, I wonder. Well, you're unkillable, out. so you go back down and talk. Yeah. To them. <laughs> Actually, no, I might I might honestly go down there and get some um do some level grinding because uh or just gill grinding because I don't okay. know how much of it was from having uh what's it called. Like having like the chests and everything, but I'm gonna read my gill count right now. So before I went here, after buying the ferry, after having to grind up some gill to buy the ferry, I remember I had 1991 gill. I had 1,991 gill. I now have 195,252 <laughs> gill just from doing that. That dungeon. hell yeah, hell yeah. Okay, rake, raking it in a minute, raking it, raking it in, raking. Um, nice. So, next time, let's talk about next time real quick and talk sure. about power leveling. Okay. Yeah. So, the next episode, we're going to be going to Leafen. So, the place that we've been talking about with the other language. We're going to learn to speak the language uh, and we're going to handle the Mirage Tower and anything that might be above it. <laughs> oh. um, and we've already. And Alex, we were going to do the waterfall, but Alex kind of told us about the waterfall. So you and I, Carl, are going to do the waterfall real quick. Hell yeah. But I wanted to point out one of the things we're going to be talking about next episode is Warmech, the first yeah. super boss of the Final Fantasy series. In now, history of any game. Uh, maybe. 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 I don't know. Uh, but um, it's tough. It's real tough. And, and really not even tough in like a strategy kind of way, just in a like, oh, you encountered it, your game is over, start over. Um, so I want to beat it to do it because I've never done it. I'm playing the NES version, so it's going to be the most awful to do it on. Yeah. So I'm probably going to power level. Um, like we said a couple episodes ago, the fastest place to power level in the game is on the evil eye in the you ice cave. that eye. I'm going to go find that eye. I'm going to whip I'm going to whip him. And uh, the thing is though, because I'll be able to talk about Warmech after that episode, I'm going to be so goddamn strong for the end game. But I think it won't matter cuz I I'm going to beat I'll beat the boss of the tower before I fight Warmech. I'll go level up after that and then go fight Warmech. But after that, we have what one episode after that? I think for so. For one? Maybe. Uh, maybe yeah, one, maybe, maybe one, two. two. Um, so I'm going to be strong as shit. And I just want everybody to know that, that I'm going to go beat that boss. And like, so my difficulty it's curve, hot boy summer. it's almost hot boy summer. So my difficulty curve for the last area is going to be a little off, but the last area is when you would go power level anyway. So I think it'll be fine. Uh, Do you remember what level you're at right now? I don't, but I can look it up. Yeah, because right now I'm at level 23 across the board. So what I might do... Nobody I likes you when you're level 23. 
It's <laughs> good, right? Um, what I'm what I'm gonna do probably is go through as normal. And oh god, uh, I'm sorry. Ooh, that's lovely. Wait, uh, mute sound. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. You're gonna what? <laughs> um, so I'm gonna I'm probably gonna go through, do the same thing, fight the fiend or whatever. Um, and then go power level. And I'm probably gonna just make it on a separate save because I don't know if the NES has that option, but I have that on mine. So. Okay. I'll create like an overpowered war mech uh, team on a separate save. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Um, my team is level 21 right now. Okay. So I'm, um, I'm level 23. So I'm already a little over leveled, which is probably why it, the Kraken was so easy for me, but yeah, fair enough. Uh, so that's, that's it for this episode. We might get lucky and have a guest. You can cut this out if we don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how this works i know i'm sorry i forgot about time i forgot about like the progression of time damn it you think i've been doing it my whole life i should know how it works by now um nah. time doesn't time's compressing right now nothing ul- makes sense ultimatia mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this episode went kind of long it did yeah we good we, we did, did it. it we did we it done did it we done did it y'all we beat Final Fantasy One. <laughs> Yo, we are we are really actually getting close though. We're very close. It's beat you a few times. I feel like. Oh, yeah, it beat me true. way yeah. more than I beat it. But uh, yeah, dude, we're getting real close to the end now. Like real, real close to the end. The first one. Yeah, I know. Oh, mm-hmm. Fan I wonder. Yeah, I wonder what we're gonna do after this. <gasps> what Final Fantasy game will be next? I tell you what. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna tell anybody which one it is, but I'll tell you all this. It's my least favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's okay and as it'd be like a night it'd be like a band-aid for you yeah it's final <laughs> fantasy crystal chronicles <laughs> all right alex turn us into bubbles music uh featured music throughout the episode is by numbobo Wometsu. leave us a review on itunes leave us a voicemail you cowards oh yeah we have a voicemail box 530 materia 530 materia uh, feel free to text it too if you're just need you know it's people have been trapped inside so just give us yeah. shoot us a message why the hell not just text us uh, wyd question mark at like three thirty in the morning <laughs> I showed you my save file answer me <laughs> yeah sh- <laughs> yeah text us like uh, screenshots It'd be cool show us your uh, show us your party your um, Rugrats themed party yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are every F and FF on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Um, we are on Spotify as well as iTunes. Um, I don't know if can you leave reviews there? I don't know. I haven't used it. <laughs> Find Probably a way not. and do it. Please. Find a way. <laughs> um, I did a theme song, and that's about all I have to say about that. See you next week, y'all. We're going to get War Mech. See you next week. Chung Chung War Mech. Make Mech, not Wars. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>